deals. And Bonds hits one high. It's a deep. It is out of here. The drive in the air to deep right field. That ball headed toward the wall. That ball is out of here. Out of here. It's out of here. It's out of here. Out of here. Outside baseball with Seth Nevsky and Drew Frank. Hello and welcome to Outside Baseball. My name is Seth Nevsky and with me through the power of Zoom is my co-host Drew Frank. Drew, how's it going? Good, good. Um, Same as before, not much has changed. Still inside, not really going anywhere or doing anything, but at least now we got playoff baseball, so things are good. Yeah, and just as uh, playoff baseball is starting up, uh, playoff basketball uh, is getting worse because now in the finals it looks like Two of the three best players on the Miami Heat are already injured. So, yeah, that series was about watchable for a quarter and a half. So I'm very glad now to be watching some playoff baseball, even if it is pretty crazy and random. Yeah, you might even see Miami versus Los Angeles in uh, in the MLB, too. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, that's true. But it would not be in the World Series. But yeah, it, it might still be an interesting matchup for sure uh but yeah let's get into we're gonna talk about the series that have gone on so far in the first round the ones that have ended we're gonna predict kind of what's next for them and the ones still going on drew you're gonna drop a prediction and i'm gonna drop a prediction which just you know it's valued a lot less because you know a lot more about this than i well there's so much up to chance i mean i don't know if you can even be valuing predictions more or less when it's a best of three and any series that's a one one feels like a coin flip Mm-hmm. Okay, this has to do with something that I spoke of in a Bubble Ball with Matthew Winnick, just to plug another podcast of mine. But I, I thought of a take, and it's kind of weird, but I want to see if I can get an, ado- an endorsement. So, if you predict a team to win, and they lose, but they have the better net rating, or in the MLB's case, the better run differential, it doesn't get to be rubbed in your face that much, because technically like they weren't the worst team it was close enough for them to actually be better by net rating or run differential yeah like yesterday for example I had the Reds beating the Braves and the Reds had put up 13 hits in or 11 hits in 13 innings I believe it is they hit the Braves 11 to 5 or 11 to 6 but they lose one nothing so I like in those ones you're still wrong but like you said, you can't. It can't be rubbed into the same extent. I'm with you on that. Yeah, and it's not even. You're not wrong. It's that sports are weird, and sometimes the wrong thing occurs, mm. and that's that's kind of why sports are exciting. It's because you know how how random some results can be. It, it's the reason why people watch today. Because if the best team always won, it wouldn't be that fun. But at the same time. Yeah, I don't think that it should be rubbed in like, oh, look how much this team sucks or look how much better this team is than this other team because I don't really think that that's true in some of these cases. Right. You you are still wrong, though. That, that you I are feel wrong, like you can't look But past. I don't think you are wrong. However, you are not wrong because your argument was wrong. You are wrong because sports are weird. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you for that. Mm-hmm. So anyways, sorry for that little tangent. I just need to get it off my chest uh, twice now. (laughs) But I guess we'll go to uh, the MLB playoffs. And we're going to start with the 1-8 in the AL. This series 
pretty much, or not pretty much, it's already finished. Uh, the Rays beat the Jays two games to zero, and I think this was pretty predictable. I feel like the only thing that the Jays really had to, excuse me, hang their hat on was their pitching compared to the Rays, but the Rays were just the better team all around, and that's why they took it in two. Yeah, I mean, the Jays were one win away at the end of the regular season from not having to face Tampa. They were in Buffalo against Baltimore, and if they had have pulled away from a game they ended up losing 7-5, to they would have avoided Tampa. And I, I think, really, Tampa is much better offensively and much better when you look at their pitching staff because the rotation, sure, you could say maybe Ryu on a good day can hang with one of their top three guys, but beyond that, when Shoemaker and Ray combine for six innings of one-run ball in Game 1, that's more the Jays getting lucky than saying that, you know, they deserve to be in a game 1-1 or a one nothing game against Blake Snell at that point. Like, that was the best-case scenario playing out. Game 2, the worst-case scenario playing out with Ryu getting it around. But, like you said, no real surprises. Right top to bottom, this Tampa Bay roster is almost better entirely across the board. Yeah, for sure. And like, I know that we're technically Jays fans, but I just wouldn't have felt right if the Jays won this series, being that this playoff format is so odd, which is why I don't want to see it carry on, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Yeah, I mean, I I still was rooting for them, and I still believe they had a chance, but you really, really had to win game two. Not just because you lose game one, obviously, but <laughs> when you put Ryu on the mound, you need him, because... The rest of your team, there is no real number two guy that you have to hope you win the game with Ryu and steal another one. And if you can't even assure a win with Ryu, if they put him game one and lost, then the series would have, you know, just about been over because you need that win. He gives up seven runs last night. Not much else to say. Also, I'm just going to be honest. I think a three game series makes no sense for in two ways. So, you know, for a five or a seven game series, there are some quote-unquote pivotal moments, right? Like, you know, up to one, but still, say a team wins two in a row, they could get back into it. Mm. In a one-game knockout, just that game is elevated to basically a game five in a five-game series or a game seven in a seven-game series. But in, th- in a three-game series, it's like a team wins one. You're like, oh, they are going to win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and you don't have, like, there's no real beginning middle ends like as soon as a team goes up then all right elimination time you know like there's no mm-hmm. hey, that that's just it so i i also don't really realize i don't understand if you have this three-month season you're playing 60 games you have a little bit of preseason summer camp then you have all this postseason stuff why can't you afford two extra days to make this a best of five like for the competitive integrity of it Two extra days when you're already doing three months of this. I feel like that's not too much to ask. But, I mean, obviously it's locked in. Obviously it's in the past. But Well, not only that, but the NBA who, you know, their playoff their playoff games or their playoff teams do have rest days in between games. They're able to fill, you know, a, a seven-game series from the first round into the finals. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a weird, like, three five seven seven that they got going on in the MLB. But, oh, well. Moving on to the 4-5, this series once again already happened. The Yankees won 2 to nothing, And although the Yankees were the lower seed, a lot of people predicted them, like straight up. 
Uh, and, you know, part of the reason why they were the lower seed is just because of bad injury luck during the weird regular season. So, Drew, did you predict this? And why do you think the Yankees took the series? When you saw, similar to what I said with Ryu, losing the game where Bieber's on the mound is really tough because they do have more pitching rotation depth than the Jays in that comparison. But Bieber was so good that you know the Cleveland lineup is rather poor or slightly above league average at best. But that's the real difference. Cole can hang with Bieber and that bullpen can hang with the Indians bullpen. But the real difference is the bats of New York are so, so far ahead of the bats of the Indians that I did have this prediction and I'm not overly surprised by the result. Mm -hmm. So now just kind of to get into a preview, what do you think is going to happen in the ALDS now between the Rays and the Yankees? Well, I've got the Rays. I, I do think that they are stronger. And I think it comes to the, the thing that there really is no weaknesses with this team. We've seen the Yankees go feast or famine on their offense to some extent. And the Rays have had some cold streaks themselves. But the style of play that they have and, and a lot of very complete hitters that complement each other well and the ability for them to platoon a lot of their big key pieces makes them the most well-rounded team in this American League. I think they beat the Yankees. I think they go on to win the ALCS and make it all the way to the World Series. You heard it here first, even though probably a fair amount of other people have that prediction. <laughs> Raised to World Series. All right, so now let's move on to the 3-6. And hey, this series has already happened as well. Uh, and the Astros, the sixth seed, uh, beat the Twins. They swept them in two games. Uh, so, yeah, I know that this was considered, you know, a bit of an upset. But let's be honest, the Astros also had some bad luck uh, in the regular season. So, Drew, how much of an upset is this really? No, this this is big. I mean, you look at what Houston was putting on the mounds. Granke and Valdez were their two best pitchers. They used them both in game one. Maeda, I thought, would have been able to steal a game. This guy, if it wasn't for Bieber, would be right at the top of the Cy Young candidacy. He's unable to. They lose game one in a heartbreaking fashion. Game two, it's Urquidy and Barrios. I did favor Barrios in that one, but the Twins' bats just didn't come alive. They only had three hits all game yesterday, and one of them was from Max Kirilov, who had his Major League debut yesterday in the playoffs in an elimination game. The rest of the whole lineup only combined for two hits. Like, it was just no offense, and you, you can't win any games with that. Hey, and that's why they're home now uh, with the Astros winning that series. So, Drew, uh, do you want to talk about how much the Astros sort of celebrated after? Yeah, I, I don't know how much of a story there really is there. I, I know Correa took it personally to the broadcast and, and to some of the stuff they were saying, but... <sighs> I, I don't know. I, I'm i not sure how much I buy into the the whole proving too much with that. Fair. And uh, I'm going to say this now. The Astros are going to win the World Series because uh, God doesn't exist. And uh, sometimes the right <laughs> thing doesn't happen. I don't know, man. Do you, do you believe in Dusty Baker to go all the way? I, I think in this weird year, it would make some sense, quite honestly. <laughs> and I would love to see people freak out. I am for chaos. What do you think about the Twins' postseason loss streak? Yeah, I, I, I don't really know, like with the baseball stuff, how seriously to take this. I feel like if you run it back enough times, you'll eventually just get the luck to go far in the MLB playoffs. 
but 18 losses in a row? Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> at the same time, though, like I said, I, I just think sort of just running it back and not being too impulsive with roster changes, I think that that kind of means that eventually you'll conquer that awful streak. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It was the Yankees for so many times. They were swept and swept and swept by the Yankees, but... Here, I had them. I, I predicted them, and I thought they would beat whoever comes out of the White Sox A's series. I thought they would go to lose in the CS to the Tampa Bay Rays in my AL bracket. But uh, this team looked so, so much better this year. And you add Maeda, Donaldson, a few other big pieces. Even a guy like Rich Hill was given value. The bullpen looked good. You can't really do much. It's just frustrating if you're in that front office. Yeah, that's perfectly fair. Uh, I agree with you there. It must be frustrating for sure. But now that the Astros have made the ALDS, uh, they're going to face off against either the A's or the White Sox. Currently, they are tied 1-1. The A's are the 2. The Sox are the 7. So, Drew, firstly, what have you seen so far from that series? And secondly, uh, which one do you think would give the Astros a harder time? Well, uh, like you said, they split the two games. What I saw in yesterday's game was a very... First off, interesting decision by Bob Melvin, how he managed his bullpen, because Bassett is dealing through seven, doesn't give up a, a run, still scoreless, and with a 5 nothing lead, he pulls him in the top of the eighth after the leadoff man gets aboard and goes to the closer and looks like he wants Liam Hendricks for a six-out save, a big ask. He throws 49 pitches by the time he's said and done, allows a couple runs on the two-run shots, 5-2 now, and he leaves with the bases loaded and two outs in the ninth. Diekman comes in, walks the first batter, and it's AL MVP candidate Jose Abreu who lines out to end it. But the White Sox were just a couple feet. That ball's over the second baseman's head or to his left or something, and they're through probably. But just a a very close ending. The White Sox were alive in both of these two games. I think they probably... I I, I do think that they would give the Astros maybe a bit more trouble because of how fiery their offense is. But I do like Oakland today, and I do think Oakland is the one they'll end up advancing. Ooh. So then the Oakland A's will be playing the Astros in the ALDS. That should be interesting, at least. Yeah, I I mean, I think, and I'm not sure if you saw the stat, but the White Sox are 14-0 in the regular season against left-handed starters. The only team to go undefeated against lefties, of course. There's a lot of numbers like that in the shortened season, but still, 14-0 is impressive. They beat up on Lazardo in Game 1, the lefty starter. They lose yesterday against a righty starter, and it's another righty starter on the mound this afternoon in Mike Fires. So, interesting to see there. But you said you were going to give some predictions, and, and you haven't yet. What, what do you think happens here? Fine, Drew. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say the White Sox win it. Uh, and, and that's just because, you know, the White Sox, they haven't been here in a while, and I want to see them do something interesting, and that's the entire reason for my pick. So there you go. Yeah. Checks out. You can either go with, with Drew and his facts, or you could go with me being asked to make a prediction and then quickly giving an answer. Because you want them there. Uh-huh. I want them there, and I want <laughs> the Astros to win the World Series because I want to see people upset. <laughs> There's nothing I'd like more than seeing 
Astros haters upset. And by the way, I don't support what the Astros did. No, of course not. But I just, I want to see people mad that they win another one, and especially in the fashion in which they will in this weird-ass playoffs. I think it would be great. Yeah, I, they they got to figure out some way to cheat with their pitching then if they're going to make it through because oh. of the people that have clinched so far, they are by far the weakest. And you know Verlander's done. You know this team isn't going to get any reinforcements. So, uh, yeah, it's not looking too good for them in my opinion. By the way, I just noticed something. Uh, I'm looking at, you know, the MLB.com slash postseason bracket here. And maybe it's just because I'm Canadian, but I recognize, like, what only about half the sponsors for this entire playoffs actually are. So maybe we should run through that. Maybe this could be an exercise in our Canadianism. What is Hankook? Tires, I think. Tires? Yeah. I think that sounds right. Okay. I think I know this one. What is Oots? That's a snack. I think they're nuts. Yeah. Something like that. Trail mix or something. I think they do a bunch of stuff. I could be wrong. I didn't know that they were doing this well to sponsor a whole round in the in the playoffs. They've had it for a couple years. They had it last year for sure. Huh. Like, you know, from, from the stuff I've eaten from there, it's not like it's not tasty. But I didn't know they were doing this well. I didn't know that they could compete with, say, a Lay's <laughs> or a, a Mr. Peanut. That's a brand, right? Yep. I think so. Yeah, I, don't, I, I didn't think they were doing that well. Geico, right? We both know that. Insurance. Mm-hmm. Camping world, pretty self-explanatory. But <laughs> if I didn't know that, like, if I, I wouldn't say what's a camping company, Camping World. I just know it's about camping because of its name. Right. And then what's Doosan? They make, like, um, forklifts, four-wheelers, that kind of stuff. Like, machinery, I think. Huh. Yeah, it looks like you're right. You've gotten all of them so far. You should be proud. Well, because you see the ads. I'm not sure if it is tires on... I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> I just... I did a Google. I think it's Because well, you see the ads, right? Because it's like, the NLCS brought to you by Camping World. And it cuts to a family of four and their dog inside a large tent or whatever the commercial is. Like, they, they, they get the name and then they show the ad. Yeah, but you couldn't put that one together, what Camping World's about? <laughs> I think they make soda. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, either way, let's go uh, now to the NL wildcard series uh, brought to you by Hankook driving something. I can't read that tiny word, but yeah, it is tires. On <laughs> um, the 1-8, right now the Dodgers, uh, who are at 1, obviously, are beating the Brewers, at, at, who are at 8. They're beating them one nothing, And I, I think the Dodgers is like seemingly everyone's consensus pick to win the World Series, so this doesn't really seem like a surprise. But it's weird because I, d- I don't think that the Dodgers are a bad pick to win the World Series. I think that they rightfully should be, you know, everyone's team to get there. But at the same time, if you're giving me the Dodgers versus 15, or now it's not 15 because three teams have advanced, but the rest of the teams, I would very clearly take the rest of the teams. The one thing I have about that is I like their path to the play to the World Series a lot. Um, if you if you want to do that, you take the rest of the teams. I'll take the Dodgers because Ooh. I think this is I, I'm I really feel like this has to be their year. Their first matchup, the Brewers, should be no problem because they lose the Brewers lost Devin Williams, who was the best reliever in baseball this year. He's out with a shoulder injury, not on the roster, 
And like yesterday, you look at it, it was it was Brent Suter who started the game. He walks four guys in the first inning. They never come back. The Dodgers take that lead, go on to win. Then it's going to be between San Diego and St. Louis, two teams that are without Clevenger and Lamette for the the Padres and without Dakota Hudson for the Cardinals. The pitching should just, you'd think, straight up win it for the Dodgers. I'm not sure who comes out of the other half of the bracket, but I, yeah, I think I've got the Dodgers going all the way. I've got them beating the Rays in the World Series. Even though I said the Dodgers were the right pick, uh, right now, I just, I'm praying for an Astros-Marlins World Series, quite honestly. Yeah, I mean, I've got the two number ones. I'm not proud of those picks. <laughs> uh, I, I know that's not the most creative you can come up with. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all in if the Marlins can make a run here. Yeah, that would be beautiful. Well, I, that's what I thought originally your World Series pick was. I think we discussed it last podcast. You said that they were going to, like, sweep their way to the World Series or whatever you said. But yeah, I thought that that was what you said, so I was surprised when you said the Dodgers. Do you want to move on to uh, the Padres versus the Cardinals? Yeah, sure. That was was just a tough game yesterday. Uh, All these these series just, they had their first game yesterday, second game today, and the Padres don't have Clevenger, they don't have Lamette, and very tough blows because on a good year I mean Lamette is right in there for Cy Young contention he'll probably finish maybe third fourth fifth somewhere around there very impressive from him and to not have him when the best of threes rely so heavily on pitching is just absolutely brutal Chris Paddock goes out yesterday doesn't have his stuff gets hit hard early and the Padres unable to fully mount a comeback they had a chance but unable to get it done I don't necessarily love the Cardinals, and I think I've said it on a couple episodes before. I liked them before the season, but Flaherty hasn't developed into the ace I was hoping you would this season. They lose Hudson. Quang Young Kim gets hit around last night a little bit. I'm not sure how truly legit he is. I know he's good, but the numbers are a little better than they should be. I don't love the Cardinals I think just because they're up 1-0 and how much that means in the three-game series they probably still win it though yeah that's once again that's part of the reason I think these three-game series are so boring like just by virtue of being up one game to none you will win you can't really say the same thing about basketball or just you know five or seven game series in general like a one nothing lead is great but that doesn't mean like you have a 90% chance of winning. And I don't quite know the exact percentages, but it's probably pretty high up there. Just going to guess. So, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's 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 not fun, I don't think. It, it takes the fun out of the playoffs. And it also takes, yeah. you know, the, the value of being good out of the playoffs. It's random and disgusting, and I don't endorse it. And it takes some of the good teams out of the playoffs, too. I mean, I feel like Minnesota should still be alive right now, but that's best of three for you. Mm-hmm. But the Twins are dead. Uh, so now let's move on to the 3-6. The Marlins are up one nothing. They're the six seed. The Cubs are the three seed. Uh, and I think that this is probably, let me just say, Drew, and I think you might agree with me, but maybe I got this wrong. This probably came in to the playoffs as, like, the least exciting series, it seemed like. No, I, yeah, I will disagree with you there because this this series, oh. I was looking at it because you knew the first two games, it was going to be Alcantara and Sixto Sanchez, two very strong pitchers for the Marlins, 
going up against Darvish and Hendricks, two very strong pitchers for the Cubs. So you knew you're going to get two pitchers duels. We had a pretty good one yesterday where there were only three scoring plays. There were three home runs and no one else scored other than that. And it didn't go Kyle Hendricks' way. But the offense for the Cubs, it's just, it's been so disappointing this year. It's been unreal how poor it's been with the top guys not performing. Aside from Ian Happ, not too many people stepping up. I mean, Contreras, you can name a few guys, but not enough to make up for what's been missing. And I, I still pick the Cubs. I still, I like the reverse sweep odds. I like Darvish today, but Sixto Sanchez on the mound is no joke. And if the Cubs can't wake up their offense immediately today, that's probably it for them. Mm-hmm. Sorry, by least exciting, I, 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 I should, I don't, I didn't mean within the series itself. I mean, like I think even if the winner of this series does well, I, I really don't think they're going to be anyone's pick to make the World Series except mine for when the Marlins win. Yeah, I've got, I've actually got the the cup. My bracket was Dodgers and Cubs in the NLCS. Aha, <laughs> interesting stuff. Yeah, I, I really like that pitching rotation. Mm-hmm. Do you think that uh, the Cubs offense wakes up at any point? I, I, I don't know, man. I All throughout the year, it's like they're due for some positive regression. They're due to finally get things going. They're due to get things clicking. It wasn't until September that Rizzo drove in Bryant for the first time all year. Like, that's crazy to me. They went the first month and a half without that ever happening. Just the the offense has just been completely out of the whack. Finally, there's a little bit of life because they did have a decent finish to the season, but you got to bail out some of your starting pitchers here. Kyle Hendricks gets the quality start yesterday, picks up the loss. It's just you, you've got the pitching. You've got really talented pitchers. You can't waste Darvish's potential Cy Young season. I, I think this just falls entirely on the offense. So now do you want to move on to the 2-7 and... What's well, going to end up being, I guess, a, a very quickie edition of this podcast. Yeah, sure. Um, well, this this game one was very much not a quickie edition of anything because I'm not sure what you saw of it, but this game just kept going and going and finishes one nothing after hours of baseball. Very exciting game, though. There were chances on both sides, uh, bases loaded opportunities, rundowns. I'm not sure if you saw Aristides Aquino getting into... I don't even want to call it a rundown. So basically, guy goes to steal second, gets caught up in the rundown between first and second, and then the runner on third in a 0-0 game would have been what potentially could have been the winning run, doesn't go home, and he breaks back towards third. Then he's like, oh, I got to go. He decides to go then, but at that point, it's too late. The Braves get it home. He's out. Opportunity blown, but... That was a chance. The game ends with Freddie Freeman having bases loaded chance. There was all sorts of opportunities. Exciting game for a one nothing game, though, to say the least. Yeah, for sure. So being that the Braves are already up one zip for this series, do you take them to win the series just because of that? I know that coming into the year you were high on the Reds, but I actually never got your take on this series from the start, I don't think. So what was your prediction coming in as well? I had Reds over Braves, and then they would lose to the Cubs. Mm-hmm. But I would take the Reds over the Cubs in a best of three. It's just you go to five games, maybe they're not as strong. I, I, I don't know what the Reds do here because we know it's going to be Luis Casillo today and probably Sonny Gray tomorrow, almost certainly. 
but uh, it's just it's, there's so many good pitchers in this series. Ian Anderson goes for the Braves, and you look at Ian Anderson and Luis Castillo, I see them as almost close to the same tier of what you can expect, and I want to go with the Reds, but if that game's basically a coin flip, and then you have to even win that for sure to force a game three, which could be another coin flip, I think it's really hard to pick against a 1-0 lead, especially when you look at the regular season the Braves put up, and I think I still have to go with Atlanta, but I like the chances that the Reds string something together. All right, so interesting take from you for sure. Uh, Is there anything else you'd like to say? I mean, I want to get your predictions through here if you've got something to add. Okay, so uh, I can expect you're going to support Tingler. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Tingler's my boy. Of course, I'm going to support Tingler. So I'm going to (laughs) say, just looking through the NL, I think the Dodgers are going to win because they're the Dodgers. Even though the Cardinals are are up one zip, and just by virtue of that, they should win the series. I can't stray away from Tingler, at least not yet. Of course. So yeah, I'm, I'm still picking Tingler and his boys too. At least make the NLDS. Uh, and then Cubs Marlins, I'm gonna I'm gonna support the you know the boys in weird teal, uh, <laughs> and I think that they're gonna win the series because I, I think once again it would be hilarious if they somehow uh, made the World Series. Uh, and then lastly, Braves Reds, uh, I'm gonna go the Braves just because they're up one zip. Now hold on, let me take you round by round here, okay? So let me let me start in the AL now just to give you my full thing. I got the Yanks. I said White Sox versus Astros, then I got the Astros, then I got the Astros winning against the Yankees. This time they win fairly, so Yankees fans could stop there complaining. Uh, Now we're going to go Dodgers versus Padres. I got the Padres, I got the Drays, mainly because of my boy Jace Tingler, for sure. I think he's going to, you know, pull some managerial magic out of his sleeve to take his boys over the top. Uh, And then we got... Then we got the Marlins versus the Braves. I'm going to go the Marlins because, you know, Teal, once again. And then, ooh, this is a toughie between the Padres and the Marlins. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to say the Marlins sneak it out. And I'm going to say, you know, it's because I want them to win, uh, essentially. And then Astros versus Yankees, as I said, I already had the Astros. And then the Astros win pretty handily, I'd say. I'd say (laughs) that they sweep. I'd say that they they, uh, their run differential is 40 in this entire series. And yeah, I want a camera in their dugout so people know for a fact they're not cheating and that they, you know, they did this by themselves. I think the problem was that there were cameras in the dugout. Oh, (laughs) but they, I guess the cameras weren't in the dugout. Yeah. The monitors were. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh Uh-huh. The cameras were everywhere though. Center field and apparently they had scouts setting them up all over the place, but... Yeah, um, I, I think that'll be interesting. I gotta say, I don't like the odds of that all happening. What? <laughs> but Well, technically, the odds of anyone's predictions are unlikely to happen. Right. But some are unlikelier than others. <laughs> we'll say that nah. much. Uh, but what I will add is I don't hate the idea of the Padres making it to the World Series because... If you think about it, they really just have to get past St. Louis because Lamette and Clevenger, part of what's so devastating about their injuries is that they don't need Tommy John. They don't need to have an entire knee replaced. They don't need something long and 
they're probably only out for a couple more days. So if they can get past St. Louis and they can get to a five-game series, maybe there's a world in which you have Lamette for game three or four, Clevenger for game four or five, and you have a chance. The Dodgers and Padres, I think the Dodgers won six games, Padres won four in the regular season. Like, they're close enough that that could happen in a five-game series. Yeah, and I, you know, I said uh, Dodgers were kind of the consensus pick to make the World Series out of the NL. But I also heard some Padres predictions along the way. Yeah. They were more scarce, but yeah, I, I certainly heard them. So on a more serious note, it's not out of the realm of possibility if they get past the Cardinals. And I saw some, I think I saw three or four Padres A's finals. That would be, that'd be interesting. The Battle of California, not named the Dodgers or the uh, Angels. And two teams that are due, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. NorCal versus SoCal. <laughs> or the Giants. I forgot the Giants. There are five baseball teams in California. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, they're thriving over there with, I guess, every sport. They got a whole hunk of teams. Even hockey, where you really don't think of that as the yeah. center of the hockey universe. but They got San Jose. They got uh, L.A. They got Anaheim. I think that's it, though, right? They only got three? Yeah. But even still. Yeah, well, speaking of hockey, I mean, you know, we all know how much people from Tampa and people from Dallas love hockey, so it's great <laughs> to see that Stanley Cup Finals. Uh-huh. I'm sure I'm sure everyone over in uh, northern Florida is very happy. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's all my hockey talk, honestly. That's the sport I know <laughs> next to nothing about, essentially. Uh, how about you? What did you think about? What do you think about just these sports playoffs in general going on? Because I, you've mostly answered my baseball questions, but I wonder what you think about basketball and hockey. Uh, and, you know, now that the football regular season's starting up, what do you think about all those? Well, one of the things that I don't really get is I saw some takes on Twitter and, and even just in, like, the TV, sport, media, news stuff that people are saying that it doesn't count the same. I think it was Damian Cox or someone was saying, like, this Stanley Cup doesn't count the same because it was in the bubble and it was different. But if anything, you have the same best of sevens. You have everyone in the same travel conditions all neutralized. You have no home advantage. Like, you'd think... I don't get the argument that this should count less. Especially, you look at the bracket we've got pulled up here where it's best of threes and six more teams make playoffs. And you've got just all this chaos where there's four teams from the NL Central. Only the Pirates miss playoffs. Every other team, throw them in playoffs. Get them in there. Like I I, I look around the rest of the sports world and I, I say... I don't know how you can devalue that. I'm not sure if, if you have a different belief about what's going on in Orlando, per se, versus if it was uh, a standard playoffs a couple of years ago. But in general, I think it's all been handled well. Like you said, the NBA able to play all their best of sevens out. It's just the N- the MLB is the one that sticks out to me. And maybe the NFL will end up being similarly. But of the three leagues we've got so far... Even the MLS has, has remained as normal as they can. The MLB just sticks out. It's like, what what are we even doing here? You know what I mean? Yeah, and in terms of the count less stuff, I don't think it, it should count less. But at the same time, I don't think we'd have the same results as if there were regular playoffs, like quite honestly. So once again, I don't think it should count less. But I don't think we'd be staring at a Heat-Lakers finals if it weren't for this odd situation. But at the same time, it's exciting and... 
Uh, it's weird because it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it kind of evens how teams are playing. But, you know, the whole part about home court advantage is you, you have that, that fail safe almost that at the very least you have home court, but there is no home court here. So I think, you know, the two best teams in the NBA have already been knocked out. But at the same time, I don't think that that takes away the value of this Larry O'Brien trophy. And, uh, you know, I've heard some teams are taking it as almost a badge of honor, being that they've needed to endure so much in this weird-ass year uh, and now play in a bubble without family for many months. And now they have family, but still they're trapped in a bubble, and I'm sure they'd much rather be in their enormous mansions. Well, and the one thing I would say is just about what you comment about how Miami probably wouldn't be here if, like you said, two best teams knocked out. If you look at last fall's MLB postseason – if that result happened this year and Washington won, you'd think, okay, no way Washington would get that far. No way they would beat the Dodgers. No way this would happen in a normal year. But, I mean, it did happen in a normal year. So I don't know if it's fair necessarily to even look at the results and try and judge backwards. Yeah, it's fair, but the MLB is a lot weirder than the NBA in general. Uh, you know, as I've kind of mentioned, and I'm not sure you disagree with me, uh, the NBA, the best team typically wins, or at least 100%. Excuse yeah. me, at a higher rate than that happens in the MLB. So mm-hmm. just for that, I think that, yeah, there's probably a bit of uh, loss of an advantage with the no home court advantage uh, in the NBA playoffs. But once again, no asterisk or whatever. I still think that this is this is a very hard thing to win in any circumstance, any sort of championship trophy. So you know, it's still going to be fun to watch it, except the NBA won't be fun uh, because, you know, now the Lakers will just annihilate the Heat. You got them in four? Originally, I had them in six, but the Heat are falling apart as we speak. And Butler rolled his ankle, and thankfully he stayed in the game. But at the same time, Drogic uh, has plantar fasciitis, yeah. and Adebayo got hurt. You know, they lost two of their three best players, and... It's just not looking great for them by any stretch. Meanwhile, the Lakers are the Lakers. And, uh, you know, although Davis left the game briefly, he returned. So, yeah, I think the Lakers win this one pretty handily, quite honestly. Wow. So there you go. A pair of predictions. Uh, You've got Lakers and you've got Marlins. No, Astros. Sorry. I got Astros. Astros. Yeah. 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 Everyone's favorite team. (laughs) Oh, can you imagine how one-sided... It'll be if if it's you got the underdog Marlins taking on the big bad Astros. How just absolutely one sided the national attention will be there. Yeah, and then I want to see the Astros. I want like them to really play up that they're evil. <laughs> I don't know necessarily. Maybe get like all black uniforms or or just do an evil laugh as their entrance music. But yeah, I'd like to see it for sure. Yeah, I'm there with you. Uh-huh. Well, uh, that is it. For the Outside Baseball Podcast, I guess, unless you have anything else to add, Drew. No, that's that's it for me. All right, so my name is Seth Nevsky. With me as always, Drew Frank. Thank you very much for listening.